Hey there, it's Kevin here. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to quickly share with you a creative resource I made for you to help you feel better, however that looks to you. The Things I Need You to Know is a collection of inspirational poetry written for you. This collection is full of positive messages, affirmations, mindful reminders of your humanity and beauty. It's a collection to support you when you are needing a helping hand, when you are needing a bit of an emotional boost, when you are needing a friend to stand by your side. I really, really hope you enjoy this. To learn more, visit my website, kevincmoran.com. The Things I Need You to Know is available as a physical, hand-printed book and as a spoken word album. The album can be found on all major streaming services. Simply search The Things I Need You to Know wherever you listen to music. I love you. Thank you for being here. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the United Outsiders podcast. Thank you for listening and for being here and for everything that you do. I am continuously and ever so grateful for you. If you've been around here with the podcast for a while, you know that I say that all the time, and and I mean it all the time as well. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I am going back to the roots of the beginning of this podcast for this recording process. What I mean by that is when I first started this podcast, I was in the office and just talking about things that came to my mind as they pertained to mental health, mental wellness, and the queer community for us as, as, as queer individuals, as a mental health professional, and as a creative person, I wanted to utilize the platform of this podcast to share a bit of my story to help you where you are in your story as queer people story is our way home it's our way back to one another it's our way back to ourselves and we really thrive in that in that space of story and so I wanted to share a bit of mine here and I'm going back to the basics of how the podcast got started here today Uh, because I'm at a a point of of transition transformation as well and I'm trying not to I'm trying to avoid those negative thoughts that often come with the fucking terrifying feeling of transition um, I'm trying to avoid them, um, not necessarily avoid them. I'm, I acknowledge that they are here, but I'm also allowing them to, to, to drift away. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so I'm, I'm, I, I'm just grateful for you for being here. I'm not going to take too much of your time today because your time is valuable. You are valuable and everything you do is valuable. Um, But the topic that I wanted to talk about today is the topic of congruence. And I'm, if, if it's okay with you, I'd like to share a little bit of my story currently of where I'm at right now 
and relate that back to the topic of congruence and and uh, provide an opportunity for us to learn from each other and grow together, knowing that we are humans in evolution who are constantly growing. For me, the topic of congruence is one of my favorite topics when it comes to mental health. This this key phrase, this topic, is one that I first heard from by my supervisor, my supervisor as a therapist, Patty Hyde, in Florida when I was a therapist there. Um, if you are familiar, if you have listened to the podcast for quite some time, you are familiar with Patty. She was a guest uh, last year. No, she, Patty was a guest two years ago in 2020. Um, and I, I still listen to the episode maybe once a month, and I, I am just flabbergasted by Patty's wisdom, her love, her compassion that you just hear in her voice. And the time that I was so blessed to spend together with Patty as her supervisee was one that I cherish and hold on to so deeply. And I am so grateful for Patty. Patty, if you were listening, thank you. I love you so much and I miss you dearly. And I, you have changed my life. And thank you for for doing that. And so this this I, topic of congruence was first introduced to me by Patty, and I believe it came up in a supervisory conversation. So, in the mental health world, um, in the therapy world, supervisors and supervisees often meet regularly. Um, you know, at predetermined intervals. We tried to meet weekly. Um, sometimes the cases of our clients were so so uh, so uh, high 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 need and high frequency, um, especially because that was when COVID was first starting. So um, the frequency of our supervision some sometimes um, got pushed back a little bit. But but you know we were dealing with crises at that time, and so um, but you know typically we we try would try to meet once a week, once every two weeks. And during that hour, you know, we just talk about difficult cases that we're having challenges with or, you know, concerns that we're having with uh, providing therapy or counseling to our clients. And, and so it, it's, it's essentially an opportunity for us as therapists to get that very necessary support that we need from a trusted supervisor, from somebody who we trust and love and, and who, who can give us guidance um, in, in different areas. And so I believe that this topic of congruence came from one of my supervisory conversations with Patty. And the the topic of congruence is one that essentially means to bring alignment from our inner self to our outer self, knowing that we have an internal self and we have an external self. Oftentimes, those two are quite different. Oftentimes, our internal self doesn't necessarily look like what our outer self looks like, or how we feel we are internally is not necessarily how we present ourselves to the world. And the greater, the greater of a gap of difference between that internal self and that external self, 
the more likely for mental health concerns to arise, the more likely for feelings of anxiety, feelings of depression, feelings of low self-esteem, low self-confidence, um, self-image concerns. All, all in, in any mental health concerns can, can arise at, at any time. However, if there is a large gap between how you perceive yourself to be internally versus how you express yourself externally, you know, how the world sees you, if there's a bigger gap there, then there's a greater likelihood for mental health concerns to arise. So something that we often talked about is how can we, how can we decrease that gap? And how can we help clients to live more congruently? How can we help clients to first recognize who's, who their internal self is and then bring that internal self into the world, into their lived experiences in a authentic way, but in a safe way as well. So that was something that we often worked on with, uh, with clients and, and as a therapist at, at the time, um, and, and just as at the point of where I was at, at my life, I, I didn't necessarily internalize the, that topic of congruence for myself. Um, I, I, you know, thought of it just in, within the realm of, okay, you know, this is something I'm going to help clients with. And, um, it wasn't something that I reflected on for me personally until recently, uh, until the end of 2021, um, for some reason, the way that the stars have aligned and the way the universe has spoken to me, it's it's provided this topic of congruence to be right right in front of me, right within my hands. And so congruence is my key phrase, my key word for the year. Congruence is how is the the, the North Star, if you will, for how I am approaching this new year. For me, that looks like recognizing who I am on the inside, who I know myself to be internally, and bringing that to fruition externally, closing that gap between my internal self and my external self. So that way I can show up in my day-to-day life and all of my relationships and all my friendships and my family relationships and my 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 relationship with Matt my beautiful amazing husband in all of our relationships where I can show up as the me that I know that I am and the more that I can decrease and close that gap between my internal and external selves the more truthfully I will be living and that's right in alignment with my values for for me I value truth and I value honesty and integrity and and it's important for me to to do that and I've been able to recognize with the help of of brave friends and brave family and and, and brave partners who have been able to say I see some incongruence here and I see where you could grow in these areas so that's what I've really been working on and with the help again, of Matt and my mentor, Eric, and my gratitude group, and all of our beautiful and amazing friends, I have been able to see, holy shit, I have not been living congruently in, in some areas, and, and like, fuck, that's hard, and, and I got to make some changes here. So over the past 
few months so far, I've really been looking at how can I do that? How can I live more congruently? And the first step with that is initially noticing who I am. And that has been a, a, a difficult question. When I look back, I recognize... Oh, excuse me. I just had some yogurt and I burped. <laughs> Pardon me. When I look back at my life so far, I recognize a lot of patterns and I, I recognize a lot of pivots. Historically, I have recognized those pivots, whether they're pivots in interests, in hobbies, in careers, in employment, what have you, I have recognized those pivots to be points of insecurity and um, points of major self uh, self-deprecation. And 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 so in in taking a time to zoom out for a minute and look at myself from a external point of view, I've been able I, I, I have been able to begin to see where that incongruence has been living. And being able to then zoom back in and go, okay, well who am I on the inside? Who do I know myself to be? That has been a bit of a question mark. And so it's been a beautiful adventure trying to find an answer there and it's it's an answer that isn't always going to be very clear it's an answer that's going to change and shift and evolve over time but I, I I can recognize in this moment you know who who am I right now and something uh interesting has just happened where where I've been able to say holy shit I know what I want to do I, 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 I know why I'm here. I've been able to take some really beautiful and spiritually grounding meditative hikes. Um, I've been able to pray. I've been able to speak with my mentors and my, my trusted support system and I've been able to find that f for me, my purpose here is to love people. It's as simple as that. And that's what I've been trying to do in my life so far. The challenge I've been having is what is the best vessel for me to do that? What is the best vessel or modality for me to love people? And I've tried coaching. I've tried therapy. I have tried podcasts. I've tried writing. And I've, I've tried a variety of, of, of venues trying to find that best fit that meets my skills, my strengths, my passions, my interests with a an effective modality to meet people where they are and to say, I love you so much and I see you as a human and I am here to provide the support for you. What I have been learning within all of that is I've been I I I I, I have found that modality that works best for me to do that. And it's one that I've done my entire life looking back upon, upon my life, but it's one that I've ran away from every single time it's gotten, it's gotten close. Um, and that modality is writing. Writing is what I'm passionate about. It's, it's what 
fuels me up. It's where I feel I can connect with people in the most authentic and powerful, beautiful ways. It's scary as fuck, though, too. And, uh, but it's, it's just what I know of, uh, of myself to be. And and it's what I know of my, my truth, my core to be. I remember when I was, uh, in, in high school and really struggling with my sexual identity and my, my faith at the time, I remember, you know, that writing just was that tool for me and I remember very specifically one of the first things that I wrote is I I wrote that I'm a messenger and that has stuck with me all since since that time and 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 that that's what it what it feels like um I I feel writing for me is is that most spiritually connected way to interact with someone it's the most spiritually aligned modality to connect with people and to share that message that I want to share with them in a variety of ways. And it's that message of you are loved. And so for me to be congruent is to, is to write and to focus solely on that. And I'm so fucking excited for it. I'm so phenomenally blessed and grateful to have a husband who says absolutely go for it you know just fucking do it i'm i love you and i'm so proud of you and and this is this is you go do it i am so grateful to have his support and to have the support of my family and my friends and 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 i know all that support is a privilege i know the position and and the natural power that i have is a privilege as well and that is a privilege that it is my responsibility to utilize in the most impactful way, the most positively impactful way for the most amount of people. And for me, that is, that's writing. And so it's going to be a bit of a pivot, but it'll be a good one. Um, It'll be a necessary and a soul centered pivot. So I share that little bit of a story because that is my current example of congruence. And even in already recognizing these changes that I want to make and making those changes, beginning to take that action on them, I have been able to notice how that gap is decreasing, how that gap between my internal self and my external self is decreasing, where I am getting closer in alignment there. The goal is not to be perfectly aligned. That's not uh, the goal of perfection is one we want to often steer away from. That can be a harmful goal to have sometimes. And so the goal is not to be perfectly aligned. Sorry if you can hear the helicopters. They're quite loud this morning. beautiful day in Hawaii. (laughs) So the goal is not to be perfectly aligned, but the goal is to be aligned in a mindful way that meets my needs and that meets the needs of the world. 
and why I feel like I'm here in the first place again to love people and to tell people that you are loved and to help people feel and internalize that message so deeply that it radiates throughout their entire being. I hope the topic of congruence is one that is inspiring to you. I hope there is wonderful opportunity there for you to begin asking that question of how can I become congruent myself? How can I become more congruent myself? What would that look like for me? Where do I feel that gap is the widest? Is it in relation to my friendships or my relationships? Do I feel there is a large gap within my internal self and my external self in relation to my sexual identity or my gender identity or my gender expression or or my work, my employment, my my living area? All of all of all of those things, those are can be really beautifully powerful questions to ask because they can help to point us in a direction that begins to align those pieces more more effectively when we can align those pieces still that's where mental health growth can can continue to thrive and where we can allow ourselves to show up and to be seen as the fucking perfect individuals that we are and that's what the world needs the world needs our truth and our love and our honesty and our vulnerability and our integrity that's that's why we're here for one another to love in that way so i encourage you to spend some time with that that question of congruence and ask yourself how can i live more congruently and allow that question to be one that's that's motivating that's empowering that's inspiring to you if that question feels overwhelming that's okay that's okay See if there is ways, see if there are ways that you can reframe that question or maybe reword that question so it does become empowering and motivating to you. Or maybe that's a question that that you don't need to ask yourself right now. And that's okay as well. Maybe that's a question you can put on the bookshelf for a while and return back to in a week or a month or a year. But if you do resonate with that question, consider taking some time maybe 10 15 minutes maybe 30 minutes maybe an hour to to journal set up a a a calm relaxing meditative environment for you and ask yourself that question of what would it look like for me to live more congruently and how can i begin to to do that what are some small steps i can start to take to to do that thank you all for listening today Thank you for allowing me to share a bit of my story and for being here, for being brave and, 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 and powerful and beautiful just as you are. I am not sure what the podcast is going to look like. I'm not sure how things are going to look like as we continue navigating this point of congruence, but no matter what, we're going to be doing it together and no matter what, it's going to be with that intention in mind of I love you and my role is to show you and to show you that love in the best way that I can. 
and please know that that is my intention in everything that I do. And that is what I'm trying to do day in and day out. So I love you. Go have a wonderful day. Go have a wonderful week and know how much you are loved. As always, remember these two things. Remember that you are loved and that you are not alone. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you very soon. Exclusion hurts. Exclusion is an instance of leaving something or someone out. Employees that feel physically and emotionally isolated in the workplace and those who experience bias and prejudice at work withhold ideas and solutions. Linked Inclusion is a professional social change management platform that is resetting diversity, equity, inclusion, plus wellness to heal the mental, physical, and emotional trauma of exclusion. Join us on LinkedInclusion.com.